Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Small Time Crime. We um, have a few doozies for you today. We've got some great cases, and I am going to start you off. I've got my lovely co-host, Ella, with me, as always. Hello. Ooh, mysterious. (laughs) Um, Okay, I'm going to start us off. I've got one. This one comes out of Toronto. Ooh. So imagine you're sitting in your car, you're approached by a man wearing a yellow safety vest that said parking enforcement on the back, okay? It's happened. He's got a clipboard with him. Seen it. Appears to be yellow paper. You know, he's you know he's doing his thing. Well, how about he's going to issue a parking ticket? And then it says that's the fine can be paid in cash for a lesser amount. Scam alert. Oh, yeah. Red flag. Red flag. <laughs> well, a Toronto man allegedly pretending to be a traffic cop to extort ticket money from a man who was sitting in his parked car downtown. Police say the man was also wearing a bulletproof vest. Well, I mean, you're doing some sketchy shit. You probably want to protect yourself. <laughs> a blue shirt. 22-year-old Abdullah Hamid Mohammed, I might have butchered that, sorry, uh, is charged with impersonating a peace officer, extortion, possession of property obtained by crime, the money he allegedly obtained. Yeah. So uh, I love allegedly. You know he did <laughs> he it. He did it, yes. Uh, in a social media post, the city advised uh, residents <laughs> to watch out for potential scams like this. And not to click the link in the message or provide personal information, all that stuff. Just giving me the fraud warning. So, I mean, I wonder how long this went on for, how many people he actually got money from. So, this was an in-person thing, or did he give him a ticket that had, like, a link? Hey, go to here and pay your cheap ticket. I, I think, so he was actually walking around to people, like, oh, okay. he had the clipboard, no, he had the whole thing. He was going up oh, to people, okay. you know, you're going to get a parking ticket, but if you pay me cash, I'll uh, yeah, okay. make it go away kind of deal, right? <laughs> That's uh, a garbage move, I gotta say. <laughs> I mean, let's not scam the lovely Toronto citizens. No, no. I mean, I gotta say, it's kind of hilarious that you would have the audacity to do this. But, like, it's not a good thing to do. You shouldn't do it. No, it's greasy. It's, but, uh, like, it's pretty ingenious thought. Oh, it's ballsy, too. Like, I mean, especially in Toronto, there's a lot of, uh, you know what I mean? Like, a lot of uh, people there you don't want to mess around with, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Well, Abdul Hamid, you messed up, bud. Yeah, you messed up, bud. You got busted, bud. <laughs> okay, so I have a caper. I'm going to call it a caper. Okay. It is a, we're going to have to go back in time a bit. Okay, hit the time machine. Hop we are hitting machine the time here. machine. But this is, okay, you're from a small town. Yeah, born and raised. Okay, so when something happens in a small town, it becomes the topic of conversation. Well, yeah, the town got a whole lot smaller and everybody knows your business, you know what Exactly. I mean? So in this town in Bucks County, Pennsylvania. Okay. Pennsylvania, is it like, would it be like um, Amish country or? I don't believe this is Amish country. Because okay. that's where there's a lot of Amish live in Pennsylvania, right? Don't they? There's a lot of Amish. Yeah, yeah we went to Pennsylvania. Dutch yeah, we saw, yeah, we saw them. Yeah. yeah, we've been there. So, yeah. Good memory. Yeah. Anyways, so in Bucks County, for three years, from 1997 till 2000. Okay, that's a long time. Grannies are going to the store to pick up, you know, snacks. Mom's doing her groceries to pack her kids' lunches. Yeah. People are stoned. They want their stony snacks. Yeah, of course. I don't know all about that. Into the store, and 
cookies. They're buying bags and boxes of cookies. And the cookies are just all broken and crumbled inside. Which, the first time it happens, it's happened to everyone. It's annoying. You get them. You, you, turn, it you turn it into cereal. Whatever you gotta do, right? It you know what sucks. I mean? You're just like, okay, this cereal cookies. What? <laughs> We're gonna have to go back to that? Can you mark that on a Patreon for us to talk about? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I have questions. Oh, you've, never anyway, done, you've never done cereal cookies before? You're not living, girl. I feel girl. like I feel like you're you're serious about cereal cookies. You got crushed up cookies. You put them in a bowl. You throw milk on, and there's your cereal. Okay. I've never heard of that, but again, let's. Move I didn't on. get this fat for nothing. Okay, babe. <laughs> Bucks candy pants, playing you. So let's get back to the story. People are getting frustrated. They're getting their cookies home, and it sucks. Okay, it sucks. I want my cookie to be properly shaped. Yeah, I don't want broken cookies. Yeah. Also, it's like, how it's many like husbands? Those, it's like those dog treats. Don't cut the. You know those memes like on TikTok. Mom's cutting the treats in half. You got two cookies instead of one. Oh, okay. okay I get it. <laughs> How many husbands got yelled at for bringing home a bag? Did you even check the cookies? Like, oh yeah, no, I would have been totally. so annoyed if if you came home with a bag of broken cookies. I'd be like, did you, you even look? Like, definitely. Anyways. I would have gotten shit from my mother. Oh god, I would have been yelled at. Probably hit. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh, nice. So it wasn't only the cookies, but also breads were getting just like squished and smushed. And oh, he's bread squeezing, squeezing some buns, is he? Yeah. So this is going on, <laughs> and the attacks on gluten continued for three years. Retailers attacks distri- on gluten? Did you say? <laughs> yes. Retailers, distributors, and everyone else was at a loss. This is the talk of the town. They had no clue what the motive or the culprit was to be honest i would settle for at least just one of those things just let me know something just give like, me a little I need bit some of information info. you know how small towns are i'm surprised it took this long i know a lot of nosy ass people in my small town that would have staked out the area oh god yeah You'd it would have been going on for chair. three years that's for sure anyways <laughs> toward the beginning of 2000 one of the cookie companies was sick of the complaint and decided enough was enough. Well, because I'm sure they've narrowed it down. It's only happening at this location, this, that. Like, my cookies are good everywhere else. Exactly. So at the cost of over $5,000, the cookie company outfitted one of the retailers in the area with surveillance equipment, hoping to get to the bottom line. I guess this is early 90s. You said late 90s. So, yeah, I guess cameras aren't as what they are today. Yeah, I mean, you could pick up a few of those on Amy. For $5,000 on Amy, you could have, like, 100 cameras. Yeah. Anyways, what they found, like, they assumed it was corporate saboteurs. So they assumed, like, someone from, like, Nabisco was coming in and smashing the cookies. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Or the Christmas <laughs> cookies or whatever it is. Or the, what, the Keebler elves were sneaking girl, in at night and throwing them on the ground. The girl guides are getting nasty. The yeah. cookies are coming out. Yeah, it's girl guide cookie season. <laughs> so that's what they expected to find. They didn't. They found a regular dude. Oh. Okay. Except for this guy had a very unique habit. It doesn't habit. sound very regular to me. I mean... Yeah, okay. <laughs> he did have a unique habit. The guy was over-eager shopper, and his name was Sam Feldman. Okay. Red flag on the name. Yeah. Over the two years period, or sorry, over the years prior, um, the 30-something-year-old man knowingly poked and prodded baked goods to the point that the goods became permanently damaged. Well, I'm glad, because I've all seen those videos of, like, guys, like, making love to a donut and a donut. I'm glad he Ew. wasn't I'm glad he wasn't doing that. What like, kind of videos are you watching? It just that's just on my FYP. It's <laughs> weird. You know what it is. <laughs> the goods became permanently damaged. It wasn't a loaf of Wonder Bread here, some English muffins there. Over several years, Feldman single handedly destroyed hundred and seventy five bags of bagels. 
227 bags of dinner, potato dinner rolls, 3,087 bags of sliced bread of various varieties, in total worth roughly 7,000. And he also happened to destroy $800 worth of cookies. Crazy. Which effectively earned him the nickname, the bread squeezer and the cookie crumbler. <laughs> I'd love a good nickname. I for, do. Like, these, these criminals. I know. Like, the barefoot bandit was a good one. The cookie crumbler is a great one. You know what I mean? Some of these yeah. nicknames are great. So he's charged with two counts of criminal mischief, each carrying a maximum penalty of $500 and six months in prison. Okay. He pled not guilty and claimed that he was just a picky shopper. I mean, I've seen, like, have you ever watched the movie Clerks? <clears throat> The black no, and white one with I, Smith. No, I can't do black and white. Um, so like, there's like a guy that like he's got to look like for the perfect dozen of eggs, and, and they got to be like they can't be. He can't mix and match. It has to be like one that that dozen has to be perfect. Oh, you can't like put like six from another and six from another and make a perfect dozen. They have to be like that. There's weird little food things out there. Quirks is what I want to call them. Uh, people do when it comes to their shopping, but this guy went a little too far. I'd say. Yeah. So he pled not guilty, but the jury was like, yeah, bullshit, bud. You're yeah, guilty. You're guilty. Uh, we got you on camera. The court. Uh, I mean, like, I was going back to your, your, um, your, uh, stakeout there. I would have been like lawn chair with a cooler sitting there all day waiting for this guy to come. Well, he probably me. wouldn't have done it. I know, but. Uh, so the jury said, yeah, you're guilty as heck. Uh, the court decided. You know, it's kind of ridiculous to be sending a bread squeezer to prison. We don't want to ruin some guy's life. Yeah, he's not a hardened criminal. Everyone in town's already going to ruin this guy's life because he is now the town weirdo and will live on in infamy. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so the judge was like, like, you know what? Uh, He got found guilty of the breads. Yeah. But was found not the judge overturned his cookie. I'm sure he's not the cookie crumbler anymore. (laughs) You know, Short, short-lived the cookie crumbler. And he decided um, that instead he would fine him a thousand dollars. Yeah, with five hundred dollars going to each of the two distributors affected. Okay. Um, and he brought so a thousand dollars, but he messed up seven thousand dollars worth of stuff. Yeah, so and that this math just, doesn't add up for me. But anyway, you know, for his part, Feldman acknowledged that he probably shouldn't have been destroying bags of bread. Um, and he, but he just couldn't help himself. Um, anytime I go on. shopping. Uh, part of his plea deal is that <laughs> this is beautiful. Anytime he goes shopping, his wife will have to supervise. <laughs> He's not allowed to go shopping alone. And I just want to throw something out. There are five other stores that were affected. This is only one store that they did the stakeout in and found him guilty. Uh, five other stores were also affected. He has since moved from the area to oh, Las yeah. Vegas. So Las Vegas, Big watch city. out. Yeah. Watch out, Vegas. Um, but I just love that, that part of his plea deal was that he has to be super Supervised by his wife. Yeah. He goes, Imagine being his wife. Hell no. I've packed up and moved already, if that's you. I'm telling <laughs> you right now. I'm out of here. So, anyways, I just, I, I mean, I have questions. Okay. Yeah, Is this a fetish? Or are I, I you feel just, like it's got to be fetish related of sorts. Are you just pissed off about something? You just want to screw Are you me? mad at Big Bread? <laughs> are you mad with Big Bread here? Does your friend own a bakery? You're Maybe he's celiac out? or something. Free. Anyways, I don't know, but I have questions for Sam Feldman. Yeah. Sam Feldman, if you're listening to this, reach out. Small time crime podcast at gmail.com. Let us know. We did an update on you, you, boy. I hope you're doing better, and I hope, you know, uh, all the breads, cookies, and cakes are safe in Las Vegas. I mean, you know what? You could probably bake it yourself and not get in trouble, bud. <laughs> you could probably bake it yourself. Um, or pay for it. Pay for it. Pay, pay for it. 
Pay for it, bring it home, and mess go up. Go to, like, find out where they bake this bread. Like, go to, like, Wonder Bread location. Hit the dumpster up in the back. Oh, All the go. rejects. You know, free bread, bro. Free bread for squeezing. Yeah. Squeeze away. <laughs> I have a really short one. Okay. But it found, I found it funny, okay? <laughs> um, so I just had to bring uh, this one. It's really short. I apologize for the shortness. I really like to have longer ones, but here it is. We got Daniel Owen Ellis, 53 years old, was arrested in Southeast Calgary and is charged <laughs> with three counts of theft under 5,000. He did nine robberies total. This And this boy, he was feeding his addiction and he was feeding it hard. In each case, he stole cigarettes from various convenience stores. That's hard to do. They're kept like, I don't know how they are everywhere else, but in Canada, they're like behind the counter. Behind a drawer, like behind yeah. that kind of thing, yeah. So You can't see them. They're not allowed to be seen. No, you can't be, I've been advertised with the cigarettes. Yeah. Um, so now this is what grabbed my attention, his weapon of choice. Okay. So he would get in the store, walk around, you know, grab a drink, fill up a Slurpee, <laughs> whatever, right? So um, when he would go to the counter, he would take the Slurpee and throw it in the clerk's face. And then lunge at him, jump over and grab the cigarettes and then run. A slurpee to the face? A slurpee to the face. Oh, I, I could not resist from telling this story. Yeah, no, this is a keeper. This is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. this is so he would slurpee him and then uh, obviously wow. you're stunned, right? Like I just got a slurpee in the face. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see that one coming. And uh, then he killed cigarettes and goes. Oh, man. So I, yeah. Uh, Daniel Owen Ellis. Uh, here Watch now, out, moment. Calgary. That's coming for you. We got the slurpee. The Slurpee Bandit here. I don't know. You know what? I'm going to feel very uncomfortable if I see someone walking towards me with a Slurpee now. Without well, without the lid. the lid on? Yeah. Without a lid? Oh, yeah. You have no business not having a lid on that Slurpee No, bed. God, no. God, no. That's yeah. funny. Yeah, so I, I just had to share that one there. Um, the Slurpee guy. Another cigarette thief. I don't know. I want to come up with a good nickname for him, but I'll probably come back to you on that one. All right. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Not long, but also hilarious. Okay, okay. A West Virginia man who police said passed gas and fanned it toward a patrolman has been charged with battery <laughs> on a police <laughs> officer. Did you say fanned it? Like, like cup of fart style? Fanned it. Jose Cruz was pulled over for driving without headlights. According to the criminal complaint, oh, Cruz smelled of alcohol, had slurred speech, and failed three field sobriety tests. So, as they do... They bring you in. Oh. He was handcuffed and taken to the police station for a breathalyzer. Um, as they were preparing the machine, Cruz scooted his chair towards um, Officer Parsons, lifted his leg, and farted. Cruz, according to the I complaint, guy, then fanned the gas towards the officer. The gas was very odorous and created contact of an insulting or provoking nature with the patrolman. It's a the fart. Co- of course it's not smelling great. <laughs> he was charged with driving under the influence, driving without headlights, and two counts of obstruction. Cruz acknowledged passing gas, but he said he didn't move his chair toward the officer nor aim his gas at the patrolman. He said he had an upset stomach at the time, but police denied his request to go to the bathroom when he arrived at the station. He said simply he couldn't hold it anymore. He also denied being drunk and uncooperative, but I mean, that was proven. So I'm not sure I believe that he didn't fan the fart. He had it. He added he was upset at being prepared for a breathalyzer while having an asthma attack. So I don't know what's going on there. The police statement said he later resisted being secured for a trip to the hospital that he requested for asthma treatment. And the officers thought the gas incident was funny when it happened and laughed about it. <laughs> but now they're mad at him. And he, and he said, it's ridiculous. Now that, that they've had time to think about it, they're a little bit upset. With yeah. Them. They said, yeah, he said now it's ridiculous. He could actually be going to jail for fart blowing 
That's funny. So this reminds me of a story. Um, I have a friend. I'm not going to mention his name. Uh, he was speeding, coming down, you know, entering Squamish, coming from Vancouver, the big hill right before the casino? Yeah. Um, so he's driving down that hill, speeding, gets pulled over. Well, he's got a poop really, really bad. So he's getting pulled over, and he's, like, squeezing. He's got to do the butt thing, right? And um, the officer actually let him go to the gas station and poop, and he met him there to give him this ticket because he nice. had to go that bad. Yeah, so it kind of reminded me of that a little bit. There we go. <laughs> That's actually very funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I'm going to get names later. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so I've got one here. This one's a little bit of a doozy. I like it. It caught my attention. It's great. So we're heading down to Springfield, and it sounds like something out of The Simpsons, but it's not. <laughs> Definitely not. Uh, different Springfield. We're in Springfield, Massachusetts. So you've been living in your family home since 1979, and you're about to be evicted. Been going on, like the process been going for about a year and a half. Uh, so Alton King, the homeowner, says he brought evidence of a bankruptcy stay to the court the next day, at which point everything should have stopped. But it didn't. Time's up. Today's the final day, right? Yeah. So you've got one more ace up your sleeve, and it's about time to pull that sucker out. Uh-oh. You have this friend. Her name's Rory Woods. She's an advocate for eviction. So, you know, this is what she does, right? Anti-eviction advocate? Yeah, like she doesn't she's an advocate for eviction. Like she doesn't like people to be Oh, uh, okay. okay. Yeah. Sorry, I was like, what? She wants people to be <laughs> no, 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 no. So she rallies up the troops. So her and the other protesters show up, show up, start doing their thing, you know what I mean? The signs, we won't go, all that, you know, chant and all that things you see in protests and all that <laughs> stuff, right? Um, so the thing that stood out to me is the lengths that this woman went, right? Um, and they were a new one for Massachusetts deputies. They've never seen anything like this, heard of anything. But the idea has historical roots. It dates back to the 1800s in Ireland. Uh, oh, it's going to be crazy. <laughs> that the Irish would face eviction, and they would come up with creative means to hold onto their land, like often use boiling water, throw them on there, okay. uh, bees, stuff like that, right? So she opted out of the boiling water method and went right to the bees. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. So uh, Mrs. Woods, she arrives uh, in an SUV carrying a, with a trailer carrying beehives, okay? Okay. And these are like the legit, like the drawer ones. You know what I mean? Like, oh, so, I'm picturing a box, like a Nike box full of bees. Like she cut it down from a tree into a box and like whatever. No, 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 no. Like she was out there just trapping some bees. Yeah, no, this is a, <laughs> she's a, so she's a professional beekeeper. Okay. Yeah, as well as an advocate and all this stuff, right? So um, she's, got, she's got these, you know, the, the hives there. I think it was like five hives. So uh, she arrives there. She shows up, got her suits up, you know, gets, gets yeah. her uniform on. As you do. You got to have the bee uniform. <laughs> you got it. You're not a beekeeper without the suit, right? Um, so she gets there and starts shaking them and knocks over the hives. Uh, and then they start to swarm and all that shit, right? Stinging the deputies and like crazy, right? She could have killed someone. So a lot of those deputies were allergic. Oh, shit. So um, did she kill no, no, she didn't kill anybody. No, 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 no. Now we don't talk death on this one. We don't okay. talk about. We don't talk about killing, murder. This is um, small time crime. That's a big time crime, in my opinion. Um, so she was handcuffed, uh, but not before several more uh, sheriffs uh, were getting stung, including three that were allergic. So they had to be rushed to the hospital. Oh, damn. Um, so like when they, um, she found out that got, some got done. Like, um, oh, good, you're allergic. Like she's being really cocky. Oh, damn. Yeah, she's not being nice. So, um, Rory S. Woods. 50 she sounds like an asshole. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. Who does this type of thing? You know what I mean? First of all, like, bees are, like, super protected. And, like, we need bees. So why are you endangering bees like this? You obviously don't care about your animals. No, you're not, a like, a reputable beekeeper, in my opinion. Yeah, you're a crappy, crappy animal abuser. Yeah. So um, she pleaded not guilty at her arraignment. 
Uh, this just happened. This is in October, so we're gonna have to get an update on this one as it goes. Um, she's facing, I hope she's in jail. I hate her. She's facing uh, multiple assault battery charges. And I just want to point out, so this house that they are saving, they're trying to save it from being evicted in, uh-huh. this is a 9,563-square-foot home. So I just, Also uh, a mansion. A mansion with uh, seven bedrooms and nine bathrooms. I mean, you've got more bathrooms than bedrooms. You know you're, you're you know what I mean? Bougie. You're, you're bougie. The estimated value, $1.51 million. So $1.5 million. So, this sell your house like it's not they, like they're trying to evict a single mother from a, a, a bachelor pad. They're literally evicting a millionaire that's not paying his property taxes. Yeah, pay your shit up, man. I'm sorry, but you, uh, yeah, yeah, you no. pay your pay your bills, man. It's not even noble what she's doing. Like if you're trying to help someone that actually needs your help, yes. But I'm not feeling too sorry for a 1.5 million dollar mansion owner. No, a nine 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 thousand plus square feet home. Like that thing's huge. Like, yeah, that's big. Rent out a freaking room. Yeah, rent out put, some room. Put a basement suite in there, bud. They get your income coming in. Like do something. Um, you didn't go about this the right way. I apologize. Yeah. I don't I know the like... backstory and everything, but I mean, yeah, I don't. I... Bees. I mean, that's a weapon. That's what got my attention is the bees, right? Uh, that's, that's why we're such, talking about this. That's one. some woman scorned bullshit right there. <laughs> that is a woman's weapon. Like poison, they say is a woman's weapon. The bees? bees are poison. I can't even imagine. No, it's a woman's weapon. This is a vindictive woman. Very, very, very. <laughs> and just the way, like, oh, you're allergic. Good. Like, just to have that I attitude. Not like at all. That's some negative attitude. Uh, and you knew what you were doing. You deserve the charges you got. I hope um, she's in jail. Yeah, well, I'll do a follow-up on this. I hope she gets stung by a bee, too. And we will, like, um, on our Patreon, we'll talk about, like, after, like, we'll get some more, like, we'll trash talk these people and shit. We'll get, you get the tea. Come <laughs> on the Patreon. Um, we got some good tea over there. All right. You want to give us one more and wrap us up or what? Okay. Yeah, I will. Yeah, so I know here in Canada and, you know, many of the United States, Many um, of the United States. Many of the United States. Yeah, I, know, just I think that makes sense. Anyways, many of the United States, uh, marijuana is legal now. Yeah. Not decriminalized, like legit, like legit illegal. Legal. Yeah. Or, sorry, and I believe where it's not, it is like decriminalized. I believe. I don't, I know, don't though. know about that. No. I'm not going to test it out. No. Every time we go to a state, fun fact, every time we go to a state, Jay looks up the website to find out if it is... <laughs> Yeah. A marijuana-friendly state. Well, we drove back and forth. We drove across America once. And so you get it in Washington when we leave from Vancouver. And you got to make sure you get enough to it's go It's a while. <laughs> it's a while from there to the yeah. East Coast. To yeah. any, well, it was when we did it. I think it may be different now. Anyway, so you see him in every state checking on the websites to see if he can find oh, yeah. a legal a delivery service. <laughs> or a delivery service. Anyways. Yeah. The main states we hang out in, California and Washington and Oregon, are all golden goose. So he's, yeah, he's pretty safe there. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Huh. Oh, yeah, in other places. about my crimes. Let's get on to my wife's here. <laughs> Thanks for throwing me under the bus. Fuck. You can always clip that out if you don't uh, like it. I'm leaving it in. Anyway. So this isn't the case in the UK. Okay. okay, or at least not at this time. It wasn't. I haven't looked. I, I don't think. I don't think they mess around with it there. No, I don't think so either. That's what Amsterdam's for. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, this guy named Dave Williamson. Oh yeah. Not the famous. Not the comedian that we comedian. just saw like last week. Yeah, no. Okay. Different Dave Williamson in Edinburgh, Scotland. Sorry, I have to ask. Is this how you found this story? Typing up Dave Williamson? Or... No, okay. just pure luck. <laughs> okay. Just pure luck. Anyways, so 
young Dave Williamson uh, Not the comedian. comes home from a night out and finds his house has been ransacked. Okay. Huh. And as you do, you know, you go around, freak out, whatever, call the Look, police. Look, see what's missing and all that stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, all that stuff. So he does that. He calls the police. The police arrive. Right. Uh, they go through a bit of stuff, and he's really freaking out. And they're like, well, what's going on? Like, what's the problem? What's messing? What, yeah, what's, what's the deal? Well, six pot plants that he had been growing were <laughs> missing. Well, you know what? I have grown marijuana myself. You're allowed to. It's legal. Um, you saw how bad it was when something bad happened to mine and how I freaked out. You know what I mean? Mad somebody like went into my tent and stole my shit. Like, it's not just, like, something I could fix. Yeah, I'd be mad. Yeah, so it's still illegal in Scotland. I, I'm aware. I'm so aware. calling the police and let them know that six pot plants have been stolen. And he had an idea of who did it and suggested that he go to these guys and try to get their... They go okay, to, get me my weed back? Get me my weed back. So not only were the burglars arrested, they found the six yeah. full-grown pot plants almost ready for harvest. Uh-huh. Uh, but also Mr. Williamson himself... Because he admitted to the crime of cultivating the plants, was also arrested on charges of drug possession. And we've got a contender for the belt, ladies and gentlemen. Well, if you're <laughs> okay with it, I think we'll give Dave Williams here the belt. You today. know what? He can hold it for today. For he sure. just he ratted himself out. You don't call the cops on yourself, you freaking idiot. Go over uh, there, beat them up, and steal your plants back. Yeah, you know who did it? Like, go in, get some bear mace. I don't know what you got to do. Like, low level crime stuff. Or, you know what? Just. Take your loss. Bike bullet. I'd take, be mad too. But. Take a weekend trip over to Amsterdam well, and buy some goods. You know what you know. don't do? Show people your crop. Yeah, that's a Every time you show too. someone your crop, it gets stolen. Uh, that's just a fact. You don't show people your shit. So you're an idiot. Keep your crimes to yourself. Keep yeah. your weeds to yourself, especially <laughs> places you're not allowed to have them. Yeah. But so, yeah, David Williamson. Well, no genius. He has got the current belt holder. Uh, I think what we're going to do is we're going to get, like, uh, I'm going to print off photos, mm-hmm. and in the back wall here, I'm going to put who the current belt winner is. And that's a good call. And we, people can see a photo of him and stuff like I'll that. I'll tell but, you, Dave Williamson does not look like a bright man. Perfect. Okay, we'll have it on the wall. I'll try and print one up for the next episode. I don't know. <laughs> so if you guys are watching on YouTube, we'll have these up and, yeah. Right there in that right blank the spot. I, I really had a great time today. Um, we had some good stories. You made me laugh. Um <laughs> The Slurpee was a great one, I thought. I'm, like I'm going to toot my own here. Don't fan um, your toot at me, bud. <laughs> I had a great time. Guys, please um, subscribe, like, leave a review, whatever you do. Um, follow us on Instagram, TikTok, all the fun stuff. We appreciate it. We're just new and growing here. And uh, we just want to make you guys laugh. So thank you so much for tuning in today. Um, I had a great time. Ellie, you want anything for the folks here? Uh, you know, if you have any submissions, please feel free to send them to us at smalltimecrimepodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Uh, Even like crimes that you've done yourself or know about that didn't make any news headlines, we'd love to hear them. We'll talk. We'll tell them out here. Uh, We're going to get a phone line. And so you guys can call in and tell us some stories. We'll play that on the line as well uh, on the podcast. Um, Yeah, just some fun stuff. So thank you so much for tuning in, guys. Thank Um, you. Enjoy your day, everybody. Have a good one. Small Time Crime Podcast, out.